Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is IceCreamGraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Oh, 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 ow, oh, 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 yeah. I'm, oh, 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 no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Oh boy, today is Project Day at the Baldwin House. Hey, this is Tom Baldwin. This is the Yup Podcast, a podcast about, uh, yeah, helping you become the highest performer by learning from my mistakes mostly. That's where most of my wisdom comes from is my mistakes and it's freely given here. Anybody that wants to donate, I take that as a pat on the back that says, thank you, good job, keep going. But I am a husband to one wife, been married going on 32 years this year, have a fair bit of experience there. I've raised six kids. All of them are teenagers and up, and we get along great, and we always have. I have been surrounded by wonderful community all of my life, and so I know how to make friends and keep friends and get through hard times for the most part. When I stop being a bridge burner, and uh, maybe there's a whole episode on that. The wisdom I learned from uh, putting down the can of gasoline and the torch and learning how to reconcile, although sometimes you do have to burn things down and uh, probably be a podcast on that too. Hey, welcome. Yes, I have my painting shirt on. If you ever get to see me on YouTube, I, mean, I don't even know if I'm going to go to YouTube. I go to Rumble. I do have an account there. There's not much posted there. But uh, man, the censorship out there is getting extreme. Not that I think I would be censored because I'm, I'm pretty tame and mild for the most part. I don't really like saying that tame and mild. I'd rather be like wild, crazy and dangerous. Yeah, project day. I'm uh, getting a, an old dresser that I was going to throw away, and my wife, Adrian gave me some inspiration, so I've been working on that. So I put my cruddy work clothes on, but I had an inspiration for doing a podcast. Plus, I just needed a break, so I had cracked open one of my Flying Embers kombucha, which, hey, great kombucha. I'm not saying drinking alcohol is good for you, but it is something, the Flying Embers kombucha, if you're going to take a hit, it's probably the least amount of hit for the most amount of enjoyment having some alcohol. So you might want to check that out. I get nothing from them. You may say, hey, I heard about you on uh, the Yup podcast, and they'll be like, what? <laughs> hey, it's a way to get my name out there. And other ways you can do that is through a uh, thumbs up on Pandora, great new platform for podcasts, not so new anymore, although less than a year old, I believe. And Apple Podcast rating me there is super helpful. You can go to my website, yup.solution. I think there's links to most of the podcast players out there. And then there's that donate button I was talking about. And thank you for those of you who donate to me. I really appreciate it. Never required, but uh, it's uh, greatly appreciated and I won't reject it. And uh, last but not least, if you want to contact me, and I appreciate those of you that do and send feedback to 406bigt at gmail.com. 
So we've been talking hormones. Last week we talked about testosterone and we never got into talking about women. And most women, at least in my household and the women that I'm familiar with, although my daughters are way too young for this, but my wife, and I know that my stepmother, I was able to talk to her a little bit about this, but often look forward to menopause because it is the end of that monthly cycle, the annoying bleeding that happens at the end of the cycle um, when the body gets ready to cycle for another possible child to be born, to be fertilized, egg to be fertilized, that wonder of life. I've been able to watch it six times happen in my household, and it's just amazing thing. But most women, and I don't blame them, because, man, I think if I had to go through that, I, I don't know that I could go through it. I've often said that women are uber tough, and I totally believe that. By watching my wife give childbirth without any painkillers or anything, Man, she is tough as frick and nails. But even then, just burying the child for nine months, because those last few months, man, they get pretty, pretty miserable. And I think maybe that's by design because then there's motivation to get that kid out of there. And so what's coming up in the laboring process, there's some motivation that's like, yeah, no, you're 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 getting out of there because I need you to be gone. It's a miracle that people have more than one kid. If it was up to men, there would be a bunch of families with just one kid out there. I guarantee that. So women are tough as nails. And so you are able to deal with the cycle. And I imagine watching it happen in my own household that you figure it out, figure out how to deal with that. And you figure out how to perform during that monthly period. And uh, it's pretty dang amazing. So I would imagine that the aspect of knowing that that's going to go away is pretty exciting. But what I want to talk about in this episode is maybe reconsidering something that, because as that goes away, that goes away because there's loss of two hormones, specifically progesterone and estrogen. And that, you know, at the end of estrogen, there's a heating up of the body and it is a killing off of the rest of the eggs that a woman has. And so she's no longer fertile and uh, she's not producing the hormones that she has. So there's some things that go along with that. Well, those hormones, ladies and men, this is for you too, because you have influence and impact in your families and your relationship and those significant others that you have out there, no matter where you're at in the process of, uh, let's just say marital covenant, you may be committed, but you haven't went through that process. You don't have that desire. And that is your prerogative. I kind of like the idea of having that commitment down on paper because it, you know, it helps me to remember. And it's like, yeah, I, I wrote my name there. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm committed, but no matter where you're at, it, it doesn't really matter. Remember, you don't have to agree with me. I'm here just to pass along information to help you become the highest performer that you're designed to be. But you, the bottom line is care about that other person. And as you're growing older together and there, both of your bodies in, are in flux. Last week, we talked about the men and the tremendous health risk that men are put at when their testosterone gets low. Besides the fact that they are a half, a third, a quarter, maybe a tenth of the man they used to be. And they're in this like zone where I, I don't even know how you define a man. There's, there's the things that make a man a man. So many of those have been diminished, if not all the way, like just passed away. Mainly we're talking testosterone and the things that testosterone fuels. Like for one, that rocket in your pocket, the pocket rocket, you know, that the gun that we have fun with. Yes, more than any handgun I've ever used. I'd much rather use that pocket rocket. And uh, gosh, it's fun to, to use. It's like, oh, Tom, you and your testosterone, we've, we've, we've got to get a handle on this. 
Anyway, the same is true for women. The vitality that is accompanied with those hormones which create that monthly cycle, that monthly period, when those pass away, that vitality passes away. And I talked in my Yes Women podcast, that is a podcast that I do, that's 100% encouragement for women. It's a shorter podcast and uh, just, yeah, designed for encouraging women. But I talked a little bit about this, that women's hormones are different obviously, right? The different parts, different hormones, different functions, different ways of dealing with things. And that men often in the later years when they heart attacks and the effects of aging and the effects of, for many of us, not eating real well, having lots of fried food, lots of processed foods, which are not friends of our hearts, you know, those, those unstable oils and, uh, the high sugar content, the high char content, man, we love that barbecue, but that char and that sugar, and especially the combination, man, that is a deadly cocktail. And over time, it does take its toll, but men tend to have two to three heart attacks before, you know, that big one comes along. And so there's some warning signs and often some things that can be done. And yes, you can reverse heart disease sometimes for, well, all the time, it's often quite a drastic change from what, you know, the diet and the lifestyle had been before, but it can happen for women. And when the hormones begin to change, it's a totally different effect. And they usually have one, one and done, you know, that done means that you're like your room temperature, you know, you're no longer cooking. There's no hot flashes. It's like, it's one flash and you're just like, whatever your belief system is, is, oh, hello, Jesus, or gosh, I should have been better. Um, <laughs> dude, I didn't think I'd, I didn't think you'd really have red horns. Man, dang, we should have made better choices. All right, the whole nother podcast. Matter of fact, you want to learn about that, turn into the Sanguine Podcast, and you can find out that I truly am a religious nut. No. <laughs> you can find out the faith side and what I believe on the faith side. But for here, I am concerned about you. I'm concerned about your livelihood. I'm concerned about your longevity. And so ladies and also the higher risk of like diseases, especially cancer. You're like, whoa, 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 dude, didn't you read that study with estrogen and the higher rate? Can I tell you that that study was synthetic estrogen? It was not your estrogen. It was not the bioidentical estrogen that I'm going to be talking about in a moment. This isn't synthetic estrogen and it led to higher rates of cancer. We're not talking about that. And there are studies most of them are like epidemiological. So they survey people, lifestyles and what they do, you know, as far as estrogen supplementation and the rates of cancer actually go down. Side note about cancer, something that I just learned about the other day that I didn't know that early diagnosis does nothing for the length and life extension of cancer patients. All it does is this is statistical manipulation of they transfer the date back. And so they're just like, the months when they're diagnosed, so those extra time they live from an early diagnosis, they still die the same time as someone that's diagnosed late. It's just a diagnosis period added, what, three or six months versus someone that was diagnosed like in stage four with two weeks left. They only get two weeks, but the same patient had the cancer the same amount of time. And so I say that because there's a lot of medical mis misinformation out there. And you got to, what I always talk about you got to go back to where the money is. Who's benefiting from early diagnosis? And what is the quality of life? You think the person that made it to the two weeks and they only had two weeks to live had a better quality of life the six months before? 
I guarantee it. And the family actually probably has money left that that person felt much better about blessing those that he or she loved by leaving that money instead of it going to the medical community. Yeah, something to think about. And so am I saying that you shouldn't do nothing? I, I'm saying enjoy your life. And if your life is going to end, enjoy it to the full. And that cancer survival rates have not went up over the last 20 years. You know, there is some life extension. You know, now they say survival is two years cancer free and then you pop and you and you go. And maybe that's worth it. But there's some things to think about, and I'm not telling you what to do, and I'm not even going to share with you what I would do because I don't know for sure, but I know that it's important for me to enjoy my life. And a lot of decisions that I do, the shoulds of life, I don't do because I want to enjoy my life. So ladies, we're back to these hormones, and you're just like, dude, I feel like you're trying to convince me to have my period. Yes, till the day you die, because your period represents vitality. Okay. The bioidentical hormones, they're a little bit of uh, spoofing the system that has been built into you. But when you introduce those bioidentical hormones in a very rhythmic system, so it's not just a flat line dose, it is following the dose that your body followed. And so the dosing is changing every day. And you're like, dude, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. And it would, unless somebody has figured it out for you. There's a gal out there and there's other people out there, but T.S. Wiley, Wiley is a she wrote a book. She's a she. It's not, it's a she. She is a she. She's a wonderful lady called Sex, Lies, and Menopause. And she did the work for you by getting these compounding pharmacies to prepare these substances for you. So they're already prepared. They're already labeled and they're very easy to take. And so what you do, your body thinks again, that it's fertile. Now, if you pass all the way and your estrogen is gone and all your eggs are gone, you're no longer fertile. Okay. So there's possibly a benefit there for you. Um, if you no longer want children, but you know, you enjoy sex, which is good. And that's the benefit of these hormones because you will enjoy and desire sex. And sex is so important. I'll tell you one of the saddest things that I've come across are older people. And I don't know how we get there in the conversation. We do. And I get to these crazy places in conversations and I'm not sure how I end up there, but I'm here and I'm just like, wow. And they're like, yeah, we don't have sex anymore. And I'm just like, oh, okay. This is my face side. Lord Jesus, please don't ever let that happen to me. Please, 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 please. That sounds awful. And they're perfectly content. Why? Because they're neither he or she's. They're thems or it's or or something. The thing that defines us. And so what I love to hear, and now I hear stories from people that are 74 that are still having great sex and late 70s, early 80s, still having periods. And you're like, that's crazy talk. I think that it's awesome because there is vitality there. They're living life to the full. They're enjoying what I believe and I know is one of the greatest gifts to humanity, whether it evolved or it was created into us. What a wonderful thing. So ladies, I'm asking you and men out there for the health. Okay. Can I tell you that when these hormones disappear, Alzheimer's rates go up, cancer rates go up organ failures, liver, brain, all these kind of cancers come in. All these liver, kidneys begin having issues. There's brain fog. 
there's depression, there's mood swings. Gosh, does that sound wonderful? Man, I would much rather have all that stuff than have a period for, you know, five days a month. I'd rather have high risk of cancer. I'd rather have brain, brain fog. I'd rather be a bitch. I'd rather have everybody hate me around there. I'd rather hang out with a bunch of old ladies than hang out with some hot dude having great sex, right? Yeah, it sounds absurd. It is absurd. And one of the, some of the proponents, most of the proponents of menopause are these radical feminists. And maybe you are one. That's okay. But I don't think that's most of the population. I think most of the population likes opposite sex. They like interacting with opposite sex and they like having a healthy balance and they don't want this radical agenda. Oh, wow. I'm on a rant and I'm on a journey. I'm on a rant journey. Because like I shared in the previous episode, Adrian and I are on this journey together because we want to be young and vital together and have our golden years be golden, rocking, lumping and bumping, orgasmic, fun, exciting, adventurous years. Okay. It's not about sex. Well, it is about sex. Okay. That's true. But it's about having the vitality to go for a hike, having the vitality to go on trips and on journey, having vitality to take the grandkids for a week and have fun and not be wiped out after they left because we have the hormones of a 20-year-old freaking rocking it like a 20-year-old. And so I, in this podcast, yes, I'm trying to do the impossible. I'm asking you to Choose to have your period and life for the rest of your life and fight the perimenopause and the menopause. Don't go into the night and into bitchiness, okay? Because it's probably what's going to happen, you know? And am I saying that all older women that go through menopause are bitches? Well, I think that's where a fair amount of the Karens are out there. And hey, Karen, how's it going? Yeah, you can just beep. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, gosh, get it under control. But it's true. And you have a choice. Don't wait till you get there. I mean, you can do this, but the chances are you're going to be in such a grumpy state that you're not going to choose it. So men out there, begin. And if your women, your, the women in your life are not convinced, then you start to educate yourself and you find a way. You're smart. You can find some creative ways to share this. Or probably what you're best at is just the blunt, you know, you just state it. And for many of you, if you're talking, your significant other is going to be, well, he's talking. I better listen because this doesn't happen very often. They're going to be shocked. And so they're probably going to listen to you. Those of you that are old, uh, old enough, remember the EF Hutton, you know, when EF Hutton talks, talks, people listen, when you talk it's so rare that your female in your life is going to be like, Whoa, okay, I'm going to listen. And so you begin and preface it, say, Hey, I've just been feeling this in my own life. Can we look at this together? And the blood tests, man, as you're older, I'm just, this is so important. It is so critical that and it's so cheap now with these online tests, everlywell.com. Great place. There's a subscription plan. You can get these tests. Even both of you can subscribe and start to get these. Start to figure it out. Start to learn where you're at because your vitality matters. And when you have vitality, then you make a difference for those around you in your community. And you tend to follow your passions, which make a difference for others. So, yes, I am asking you here you ladies that listen, you men with women in your lives, I'm asking you to choose vitality. Okay, so now this is not hormone replacement with synthetic hormones. 100%, stay away from it. 
all the studies that have been done with these, like the risk, whether they're cancer or other side effects, and there's always side effects with pharmaceuticals, okay? You just can't get around it. There are bioidentical hormones that are extracted from plants that your body uses and loves and thinks are regular hormones, so you're spoofing the system. So this isn't HRT, this is bioidentical hormone replacement, okay? And you're probably going to have to go to an anti-aging doctor, a naturopath, holistic doctor, or an integrative physician, okay? Those are all terms. And you can't do this on your own, okay? You need to go to a doctor and you need their help. But what you can do is get yourself educated, know your numbers before you go in. So start reading, start listening about this and getting yourself educated. But here and now, I'm encouraging you, choose vitality, even if it means shedding a little blood, okay? Tom, that is that is so in poor taste. I, oh my gosh, it's just, folks. Can you tell? I I like these subjects. Yeah, and the testosterone. It is definitely. Boy, I think as I'm in the studio here, I think my balls are growing. I better open my legs a little, dude. Let's uh, let's just wrap it up here. Hey, you are awesome. You are fantastic. Hey, choose vitality. I so appreciate you. Hey, have a fantastic day. Go out there, make a difference. Hey, have a period on me, cause why? I got you. I do. I got you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.